Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, brought to you by Circle Sanctuary, one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States, connecting people of nature center paths around the world. Join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics, celebrating the divine in all of its forms, through nature worship, rituals, education, and building bridges of community. Welcome to Nature Magic. This is Selena Fox, and each week we explore aspects of nature and nature spirituality, ways to connect with nature as a whole, and dimensions of nature as part of spiritual practice. Tonight, we focus on twilight visions. And I invite you to join in as we do some twilight visions meditations and discussions tonight. There will be an opportunity for call-ins for those who would like to join the conversation in the second half of the show. And I also invite you to stay tuned for the other two shows that will follow. Twilight Visions. Twilight is a magical time. The name Twilight itself comes from an old English term meaning half-light. It, indeed, is a time between day and night and night and day. Across cultures and spiritual traditions, twilight has been used as a sacred time for meditation. In some traditions, it is a time for doing ritual. I invite you to journey with me tonight as we work with twilight through imagery imagination, meditation, to not only get a deeper understanding and connection with this special time of day and night, but as a time for developing intuition and inner sight. As you are able, find a comfortable place to be, remove distractions, let your focus be on your own inner process, and the words that I share, give yourself an opportunity 
to journey inward. To experience twilight and its power in an imaginal state of being. Taking some deep breaths. Center yourself. Breathing in relaxation and with your out breath, dispelling, dissolving away whatever you do not need to have present. Letting your breath and your meditative focus on relaxation and release. Aid you in preparing for your journey inward. If you are able, with your eyes closed now, deepen your relaxation further. You may wish to silently use the word relax as you continue to take deep, slow breaths. And then, on your inner screen, imagine the word twilight. You can see it written or get a sense of it. Let the word twilight be the focus of your attention now. What comes to mind as you focus on this word? What memories surface? What is twilight to you? What did you encounter at twilight yesterday? After the sun set and before night fall deepened. And if you were up before sunrise this morning, what was the twilight of pre-dawn like? for you. Take a journey with me now into twilight consciousness. 
call to mind a horizon at a favorite place. It could be a place at or near your home or some special place that you visit on occasion. Or a horizon that you create for your meditative experience. You're in the center of a circle with horizon visible all around you. And to deepen connection with twilight, we envision the sun and its movement. We begin at a twilight time, the time before the sun rises up, the time as night gives way today. The first glimmers of light start appearing on the horizon to the east before you. The deep dark of night and the twinkling stars gives way to a gray, a light that shimmers and sparkles. Be with the twilight of pre-sunrise. And then imagine the sun moving up and the sky in the east growing brighter. Starting to see shadows now. And then seeing the sun rise up over the horizon moving up higher and higher into the sky, continuing its journey across the sky. Morning turns to midday, turns to afternoon, orienting yourself to gaze at the horizon in the westerly direction. Experiencing the sun moving down to the horizon, sinking below the horizon line. Day 
giving way to night. Sundown moving to twilight. The second twilight in a day cycle. The light dimming the quality of light. Resonating. And then going into a deeper darkness as night comes on and stars come out. And now reflect for a few moments on your experiences of working with the twilight before sunrise and the twilight after sunset. In what ways are they similar? In what ways are they different? And now focus again on the word twilight. Twilight, magic light, inner sight, twilight, magic light, inner sight. And as you silently repeat the chant, let the spirit of twilight bring you a message. Twilight, magic light, inner sight. And as you connect with your experience of twilight in this way, Reflect over your experiences and give thanks and honor to twilight as sacred time. If you are able, you may want to jot down some impressions of your twilight visioning experiences. and any guidance that has come your way. And should you wish 
to share any messages in the second part of the show through live chat or call in, you are welcome to do so. What I'd like to do now is shift into talking a bit about twilight and how to work with it as part of spiritual practice. The first step is to train yourself to become aware of twilight happening and how twilight changes in its process. Many people define twilight as that period of time after the sun is set and do not think about the other twilight, which is also the day-night interface, which is right before the sun rises. And actually, in looking at the science of twilight, is a system that divides twilight into three types, depending on how many degrees below the horizon the sun is. Civil twilight with the sun six degrees below the horizon. Nautical twilight with the sun 12 degrees below the horizon. An astronomical twilight with the sun 18 degrees below the horizon. With the astronomical twilight, when the sun has sunk to 18 degrees below the horizon. That's when the starlight becomes much more visible, stars and moon. And it is a time that's often known as nightfall. For the twilight period has concluded and has given way to night. Twilight is a really powerful time to do meditation, to do chants, to do rituals, and other forms of spiritual practice. In some spiritual traditions, there are customs of working with both twilights, the pre sunrise twilight and the post-sunset twilight doing particular prayers and rituals. Within contemporary paganism, some people as part of personal practice, small group practice, and even large community practice will gather and do ceremony at the early morning twilight as morning comes on and the early evening twilight as night comes on. Another time that is used, um, another situation that's used for twilight ceremonies 
um, has to do with time of year. Some will do their Samhain ceremonies, will start the Samhain celebration as twilight comes on with Samhain going into some of the darkest times of the year as the days are getting shorter and shorter and seeing that Samhain, a time of honoring the dead and honoring those um, ancestors that we've connected with as well as loved ones who we've known in this life and have crossed over, that that's a very powerful time to do Samhain rituals for in the solar um, yearly cycle, it's looking at a kind of twilight of the Sabbath cycle going into the shortest day of the year at winter solstice time. Some people like to do rituals for the equinoxes at both of the twilight periods for equinox, spring equinox or vernal equinox as it's also known, and fall or autumnal equinox are times of equal day and equal night. And so having a twilight time for doing ritual can also work well with those particular Sabbath experiences. Some like to do twilight rituals on the night of the full moon, to begin the full moon ceremony with an experience of night coming on, to be in a place with a view of the horizon, and ideally it is clear on the night of the ceremony and where the moon is full. As the sun sets at full moon time, the moon rises. So looking to the west after the sun has set and experiencing the twilight of the sun now below the horizon, but also attuning to the east as the full moon starts rising. It can be a very powerful twilight ceremonial time. Those who are in the arts actually prefer twilight for paintings and photographs because of the quality of light. Some photographers talk about twilight, in particular the late in the day, early in the evening twilight, calling it the sweet light. Some painters will call it the blue hour because of the colors um, and blue tones that are present, not only as night comes on, but as day comes on. Some beautiful shades of bluey, bluish gray light. Twilight has a lot of symbolic associations 
for people. For some, twilight is a mystical time. It's a time that defies boundaries. There is obscurity. There is mystery with twilight. Not day, not night. It's that in-between magic. Some use the word twilight with reference to day's end and really look at it as going into a kind of decline and the twilight of one's life, for example. But twilight does not necessarily have to have an in-decline connotation, for as we've mentioned um, tonight already and had in the meditation, twilight also can herald a rising as well as a setting of the sun. Twilight has appeared in pop culture from time to time in a variety of ways, um, often um, pointing to the paranormal, the supernatural, the mystical, the magical, um, there was an old television program called The Twilight Zone where unusual things would happen, a place of synchronicity, a time of serendipity. And Twilight has, in more recent years, become popular with the Twilight Saga, the books and the movies. Twilight means many things to many people. You need to look at your own personal experiences. And certainly one way to do that is doing the meditation I began the show with. But there's also an important thing regarding twilight that one can weave into spiritual practice in addition to the timing of ceremonies. And that is developing what's known as the sight or intuition, a psychic sight. What are some ways to do this? Well, a really wonderful way is to go out as night comes on into and a place, ideally in a natural setting, where you have a good sense of where you are, so you can have some orientation, but you also can connect with the wilds in some way. Um, being within a forest at twilight, or on a hillside with some vegetation around, Go and do a twilight meditation and let the coming on of twilight activate your senses, all your physical senses as well as your intuitive sense. You may notice that the quality of seeing 
goes through changes as nightfall comes on and it gets darker and darker. Many people who seek to experience what's known as energy or auras around humans and plants and creatures and objects even will start training themselves in this type of psychic sight at twilight time for there you are in between the day and the night there's physiological changes that happens as your eyes adjust to changing light but many people also report that at twilight it's much more easy for them to connect energetically and for some with eyes open with what's known as subtle energy some may experience this as a kind of twinkling um, a vibratory kind of look about the air the space around you a really powerful way of developing such sight is in the springtime in particular as plants are starting to waken up following a long winter slumber to gaze at a tree line in a natural place as twilight comes on looking at the tree line not trying to force anything letting your eyes relax you may start noticing that there are subtle rays of light coming off of the vegetation trees starting to leaf out and um, to awaken from the winter slumber and as it's good to be away from city lights as well as um, in a place where there isn't artificial light in terms of large street lights or yard lights so that you really are able to take full advantage of the magical lighting that is twilight in like fashion this can be done before dawn it's a good idea if you're going to do the pre-dawn experience is to scout out the place ahead of time so that you are able to go to a good place with a view of the horizon and be able to watch um, the changing light as well as sense the energy of trees and other vegetation along the horizon line one of my favorite activities and this can be done at any time of year but it is best to do it when there's enough leaves out on trees and other vegetation so you might call mid-spring into um, mid-autumn that period of time and this is what I call seeing the green ones finding a place to be in a forested area 
sitting comfortably or standing if you prefer, and gazing at branches of trees and the configuration of leaves. And as the twilight comes on, going into nightfall, to let that changing light and your eyes relax but shifting into soft focus, starting to scry on the forest as a whole rather than individual trees, looking at the forest as a whole, letting your eyes move through the branches of the leafy tree and finding faces, the green faces. Many say that some of the experiences of um, the forest and of dryads or tree spirits have come as a result of twilight visioning and connecting with the energy of the forest. You may wish to make sketches if you have some graphic sense about you. Um, making note as you see green faces appear or take the images into yourself in your mind's eye, having your eyes open, looking at the green ones, closing your eyes, internalizing that image that you've seen, and doing this multiple times. Another Twilight Visions meditation that I like doing is taking a walk along a known path in a natural area at twilight time and this being either prior to dawn or just as night is coming on. To experience twilight in motion. To gaze at the changing shapes and patterns of nature around you as you journey through the area and to listen to the sounds of nature around you. Some birds and insects and other creatures become more pronounced in their sounding at twilight times by allowing your senses to fully awaken as you do twilight visioning work, you can get a sense of nighttime coming on and daytime coming on at these twilight times. You would not even need to have your eyes open watching the change of light and dark. Many places and many people in those places can identify the changes by the sounds that are around them. And now I'd like to guide a meditation, another type of twilight meditation, 
And this is to aid with developing twilight intuition, intuitive senses. So again, allow yourself to settle into a comfortable position, relaxing yourself, closing your eyes if you're able to do that, and then having a mental screen. And on that mental screen, calling up twilight, the sense of twilight lighting. Experiencing yourself now at a twilight time, being surrounded by the twilight the half-light, the time that's neither day nor night. And in this frame of consciousness, identifying dimensions of intuitive perception, Beginning with clear audience, paying attention to your ability to audibly sense things in an intuitive way. Word or words, sound or sounds, rising up in your consciousness, honoring your ability to hear beyond the use of your audible hearing self. Honoring your intuitive hearing skills. Focusing now on clairvoyance the ability to intuitively see honoring that skill and ability within yourself and then inviting yourself in this twilight consciousness time To intuitively see. Calling to mind a place, 
or a person in your mind's eye and giving appreciation to your intuitive visual sense and now connecting with clairsentience the ability to sense things to feel beyond your physical sense of touch and honoring that part in you right now. And as you return your awareness once again to twilight time, Reflect a few moments on something that you can consider doing to develop one or more of your intuitive dimensions in connection with twilight work. then giving thanks to the sacred as you work with the sacred and thanks to the sacredness of twilight you shift from imagining yourself at twilight time back to the here and now carrying with you some possible thing or things that you may do to develop your own inner sight with work, with twilight. And now in this last part of our time together, I um, would like to share some things in response to comments in the chat room. Um, the idea of doing things during the morning twilight may be rough for those who aren't morning people. I would agree. Um, I happen to be somebody that gets up really early in the morning and also stays up fairly late. And I also like to sleep and dream. So um, that's always interesting to try to weave that into a 24-hour cycle. I do think the magic of twilight is that if you happen to be more of a morning person and you get up before sunrise, well, you can do your twilight magic right at the start of the day. Um, and those of you who are more night owls may find it um, 
really very convenient and a much better um, fit for you to be able to have twilight time as the night comes on. I really like to experience both. I like watching sunrises. I like watching sunsets. But sometimes I'm not in a a situation where I'm able to do both. And sometimes I am sleeping in or um, staying up much later. Um, There's also um, a comment about I'm liking to be deep into a bush with magic. Well, I do think it's very powerful to be in a wild place and to experience twilight in a wild place. Um, it is magical place, magical time, and certainly magic can happen throughout day and night. But there is something really powerful about experiencing, especially experiencing the night coming on when you've been at a place during the day and really enjoying sounds and smells and um, the sights of nature. To be with that place as night comes on, a whole different tapestry of sensations starts happening. I notice bird sounds and insect sounds in particular, but I really enjoy getting a sense of the change of the energy, not just visually, but energetically as it comes out. And as we go into our very last part of our Um, time together for Nature Magic tonight. I'd like to invite David and Jeanette to come on and um, share a bit about twilight work that you all might do. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. So do you have particular things that you do in connection with twilight? Uh, Well, typically what I've always used Twilight for is I am not a morning person. I've never been a morning person. And so uh, that time that is before, uh, right before sunset and as the sun is going down, I've always used it for types of magic specifically devoted to decrease or getting getting rid of or uh, removing uh, those kinds of things. Um, There is an author, uh, I believe it is in uh, the books of Dorothy Morrison, and she's got a sun magic book, and there are particular times of the day that, you know, that after the sun is at its peak, and particularly before the sun completely sets, is a good time to do that kind of stuff. And so that's what I've uh, used that particular time of of day for. Um, And any sort of working uh, Sabbath-wise where um, doing things at twilight right before the sun has completely gone down 
is appropriate to that particular time of year. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I see that, um, David, you talked about uh, catching a train early in the morning. And um, certainly um, there is something that's um, wonderful about starting a day out and um, I do like getting up in the twilight and and we'll often take a twilight walk in the early morning as well as one in the late afternoon going into early evening. I do think that twilight can be a great time to gather people together to have conversation. Um, You know, at festivals, as twilight comes on, we often start gathering around a bonfire as it comes on. And as the sun disappears and, you know, the stars come out, to actually have that twilight campfire glow can be a really um, wonderful experience, different kind of light there. Um, but um, warmth and the intimacy that happens as twilight um, comes on and night comes on. Now, certainly there are plenty of, um, I guess what you'd call, traditions around couples uh, taking uh, sunset walks and then going into the night and um, romance being connected with twilight in the coming night. And so there's really a wonderful um, magic about twilight and its in-between time. I do think a really powerful time to visit a cemetery if the cemetery hours are open is at a twilight time. And there are some traditions that talk about having that twilight time as part of the daily cycle, kind of mirroring the kind of the twilight of the wheel of the year, the end of the spiritual new year, beginning of the new spiritual new year in a number of traditions, including the circle craft tradition, which I practice, that it is a time for being able to connect with um, other dimensions, other worlds, pay respects to the dead, so that one doesn't have to wait just um, to Samhain every year to have that thinning of the veil that, in essence, that whole magic and mystery of twilight being between day and night is another kind of in-between time that can aid us in connecting with other dimensions. Happy evening to all of you. Twilight wood, her voice was wet.
twilight wood. She called to me in the twilight wood. She touched my heart in the twilight wood. She made me whole. God as mother, sister, lover, primeval lady In the twilight wood, she lit my soul. In the twilight wood, she incandesced. In the twilight wood, her song was mine. In the twilight wood, she sang to me. Goddess, mother, sister, lover, primeval lady. In the twilight wood, her voice was wet. In the twilight wood, she called to me. Goddess, mother, sister, lover, primeval lady, archetype. Goddess, mother, sister, lover, primeval lady, archetype. In the twilight wood, she touched my heart. In the twilight wood, she made me whole. In the twilight wood, she lit my soul. In the twilight wood, she incandesced. Goddess, mother, sister, lover, primeval lady.
And thank you for joining us on the Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, presented by Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow the Nature Center paths. Join us here throughout the week for various programming connecting the community around the world. And please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash csnpodcasts. We can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. And until next time, many blessings. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.